Welcome to episode 10 of the Pretty Little Prisons podcast with your host, Wendy Watts. Today's topic, stereotypes and prejudice. This is probably one of the most challenging confinement arcs we experience in daily life. Um, From childhood to adulthood, in the workplace, just in the world in general, um, there are so many ways that this plays out and can feel very limiting uh, in life. So so whether that stereotype is based on your gender um, or orientation or the skin, uh, the color of your skin, whatever stereotype or prejudice you've experienced, and maybe it's even the color of your hair. You know, for example, for many years, I, I really resented the stereotype of the the dumb blonde. And I felt like it was something I actually had to overcome in every occupation and every relationship. I felt like I was almost expected to fail, expected to be silly, expected to be stupid. And when I displayed smart qualities, it was actually like this big shock and surprise. It's like, oh, you're a smart one, aren't you? You know, and and it, and it was, I felt like it was all because there was just such a strong ter- stereotype uh, for a very long time um, that, that that was played out in the you know society or cultural that mainstream society that it 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 just had a, it actually had an impact on me and I experienced it many times and just um, you know people not taking you seriously or like I said expecting you uh, to make mistakes and mess up. Um, so that's one way I personally experience the, the confinement arc of a stereotype. Obviously, whatever you've experienced is relative to, to who you are, um, in this world, in this life. But, you know, it's a very powerful thing for, um, the Black Lives Matter movement to all sorts of things. Women, uh, ERA, equality for women. Um, there's just so many ways that either based on, you know, even think about our daily conversation is kind of setting us up for a limiting stereotype. For example, when you first meet someone in li- in, the, in the course of life, what are the typical questions? Who, what's your name? Okay. So they're already could be making, you know, they could already be making uh, a judgment based on your last name. Hmm. Is, does that sound foreign? Is it Russian? Is that Asian? Is that, ooh, that last name? Is it Jewish? You know, you already know just based on the name, they're probably judging you in the back of your mind and then in their mind. And then on top of that, then they ask you where you're from and then they want to know specifically what part of the area area you're from. So now you know they're kind of demographically profiling you in the back of the room. Oh, they're from, you know, they're from uh, South Georgia, or they're from the North or the South or the Midwest. They're the, you know, they're from this area, that area. They're already now saying, well, judging you by the environment you grew up in. That's home. Well, where do you live now? Okay, well, so, you know, besides the fact that you might feel like this person's gathering personal information that could potentially stalk you with, uh, besides the way now, of course, people can just Google. They don't have to ask, but you get where I'm going with this. The point is that even the framework, the very framework of our of our conversations, initial conversations with somebody, the interviews, tell me about yourself. Where are you from? Where'd you go to school? 
So what kind of school did you go to? Was it Ivy League? Was it a state school? You know, was it a community college? You know, all of these things factor into what? People's judgment of us and whatever their preconceived stereotypes, gender association roles, things that they, they're projecting like their experience and their perceptions and their frame of reference on you as they gather the data from these, these questions they're asking you. Is it fair? No. Heck no. It feels unfair most of the time. I venture to say a lot of the reason people don't date or make new associations is, is they want to go, a lot of people just hate the quote unquote interview process. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people that are, are you know, find that to be a, a huge turnoff. They just don't want to feel like they have to pre-qualify for something. And it's, it's just, um, it's tiresome. And, and again, it, it correlates to yet another confinement arc within the world and the society we live in. And so how, how do we come to terms with that, right? To the point of the whole podcast, how can we break free from these confinement arcs? How can we hack this in our own lives? You know, well, you can avoid social interaction, not likely. You're going to, in the course of your daily life, have to interact with people. Uh, unless, like Thoreau, you move to the lake and build a cabin and, and you know, separate your, yourself from society uh, the majority of the time and only experience, you know, occasional human contact, you're going to have to deal with this confinement arc. So how do we deal with it? What's the best way to deal with it? And finding a, a positive way, a way through it, versus just avoiding it or withholding yourself from society saying like I'm not going to participate because I'm just so exhausted of this narrative. I don't want to live this. I don't want to feel this. I'm just so tired of it. So how do we do that? Okay, so again, each individual person's life is different. So there's no fix-all prescription for this particular confinement arc. But I think one way and the simplest way is always going to be how we choose to approach it and how we choose to respond to it in our lives. So when somebody uh, says something or does something that makes us feel the weight of this stereotype and immediately just pulls that trigger, strikes that chord within us that go, okay, here we go again. They are judging based on some preconceived notion that really just doesn't apply here. They're not looking at me as an individual. They are making some canned value-based judgment. So how do we do that? First, call it out. Right there. You are the referee of your life. Call it out. Say, that is your opinion. Or that's an interesting thought. However, now here's where you state and reassert your position with regard to that. And in, a, in such a way as not to immediately, obviously, make the other person feel like you're being defensive, but just rather calling out the fact that this is an unfair treatment, what they are giving you. And that you're not willing to accept it for your life. How they choose to respond after that, dub it out, ignore it if, if, they, if they all of a sudden become, you know, if they try to flip it back on you and 
make you the the wrong one in the in the situation you know what it is you already properly assess, assessed it and you you called the flag on the on that play in the game of life they don't want to admit to it or own up to it. They want to put it back on you. Oh, you're just being too sensitive. You're just being too defensive. Why do you feel? You know? No, no. A fact is a fact is a fact. You said, right? So don't engage. Don't play into the argument. But just know within yourself, you can walk away. Choose silence and walk away. Hold you, stand in your power and walk away. If they cannot accept that they gave you an unfair treatment and you called them out on it, that is their problem. That is on them, okay? But don't you dare let their the fear of their reaction or their response or how they're going to perceive you calling them out stop you from standing up for yourself because that's the only way this ends, okay? People can't be allowed to get away with it. You know, it's like putting the left shoe on your right foot. It doesn't fit me. Take it back. That's not my shoe. You just put a shoe on me that doesn't fit, i.e. the perception, the stereotype. Take it back. That's not for me. That's for you to deal with because it doesn't apply here. If nothing else, you learn if that person's a true friend or not, or somebody you want to associate with, number one, if they can't accept the fact that they said or did something that was not fair, that was inconsiderate, that was disrespectful to you, you don't need them as a friend or acquaintance anyway. That person was a boss. Now you know you got a toxic situation there. You may not ever be able to fix them, but you can make different choices for your life on who you choose to work for and what kind of situations you prefer to work in for your highest and best, okay? For your productivity, for your mental health and well-being. People need to accept when they've done a wrong. And if they can't see they've done a wrong and you know you're in the right, stand in your power, walk away. And again, sometimes the best response is silence, especially if they try to throw it back on you. You only feed into their negative power and energy if you bite into an argument. So don't let it go there. Just state your peace and then be at peace. Walk away. This is the only way, or hang up if it's a phone call. The only way you're going to be able to sleep at night and be okay with yourself. Because if you walk away from that situation and you didn't stand up for yourself, how are you going to feel about yourself? Now you got to deal with self-hate and loathing from saying like, I should have said something to that person. That really bothered me. Now you're carrying it with you the rest of the day. Get rid of it. Unload it. Speak your peace and move on freely in the world. Because I'll tell you what, that person's obviously not giving a second thought to how what they said affected you. Okay? And this is basically the sum of how powerful stereotypes and prejudice can play into our lives as a daily confinement arc. So, so, so important that you find a way to empower yourself against this type of treatment because otherwise you're going to live a life going, why do I even talk to people? 
why do you even choose to interact? Because somebody, nobody is perfect, right? And everybody's, you know, cro- that crossing your path has come from a different background and set of rules. And so maybe they never met, even met anybody that stood up for themselves, which is why all of a sudden you seem so defensive and reactive. Maybe everybody else they gave that treatment to just sat there and accepted it or was a welcome mat. And all of a sudden, now that you called them out on it, that makes them feel foolish, makes them feel self-conscious, makes them feel insecure because, oh shit, maybe I did something wrong. Instead of the other person always being wrong, maybe that's their narrative in their life. When you might have been the person across their path to change all that and challenge their assumptions, challenge their beliefs, challenge their opinions. Maybe the one person that's different that isn't that stereotype. Maybe that's why you crossed their path today. So if you didn't say your piece, then is that ever person ever going to learn that it doesn't apply to everybody? Not everybody is the same. Peace out, everyone, and I will see you in episode 11.